0: Previously, on the series premiere of Belgravia, we met our new cast of characters as Napoleon tried to invade Brussels. We met the Trenchard family, we met the Brockenhursts, we met Lord Belasis, and some people lived, some people did not. And there's a whole lot of drama that is going to come to fruition as the series goes. So let's jump into episode two on the Lords of Grantham podcast. We are back once again. Belgravia, not Belgravia, season one, episode two. We'll see the only season as of now, episode two. What's going on, Corey?
1: It is gravy over here, man. Or you could say Belgravia. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But uh, sh- someone just turned the podcast off right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Dave? How are things with you?
0: It's good. It's good. My girlfriend is out of town this week, so. Unfortunately, for the listeners that might be very hypersensitive, if you hear a little pitter-patter the dog, we have a little dog, and it might be pitter-pattering all over the hardwood floor, so I put its bed right here. If you hear some noise, that might be it. Just giving you a forewarning. <laughs> okay.
1: It's not Dave walking around on the floor. Yeah, it's uh, not my podcasting. toenails. <laughs> yeah. Just scratching the surface.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked right before we went on air. We just want to get this out of the way for all of our friends in the entertainment industry. SAG and WGA, they're on strike. As As of right the second, there's no ethical problems using MGM Plus and watching a three-year-old TV show. So we do support our, our, our creative allies. Not that we are actors or writers, nope. but we do want to uh, say that we are following along and hopefully... This is all resolved soon, and they get the money they deserve.
1: There's an article in the Providence Journal that says the Gilded Age Season 2 is still on schedule. Uh, they filmed for several weeks in Newport. They wrapped filming last fall, and they've been ed- editing ever since. So it should not be uh, affecting its premiere uh, later this year. So well, did you, on Gilded Age. Did you
0: see the thing with the Haunted Mansion?
1: That they had a red carpet of Disney characters and none of the yeah, actors? Yeah. Be- <laughs>
0: <laughs> because they, the actors they're, they're striking they can't promote their own stuff so they uh, had costume characters which is like the biggest uh, for all the Disney nerds in the world it's like an awful conundrum of like it's actually kind of cool they are using the parks but also terrible that they're not paying their actors and writers yeah. well enough
1: <laughs> and, and the director was there too it's like come on dude you gotta support your actors what are you doing there Um, yeah we, we support the actors and hope it gets resolved soon and the studios pay it, it, I mean I, I was saying earlier in our group chat it's insane that they pay like 300 million dollars to make some of these movies that have been coming out and yet they won't give any of the money to their actors like yeah look Fast and Furious did not need to be 300 million dollars Indiana Jones didn't need to be 300 million Mission Impossible I mean I know they're filmed during COVID and uh, added in costs but I I don't need to watch a movie that's cost 300 million dollars it just needs to be good that's, that's all that matters
0: yeah or if you're gonna pay 300 million dollars Make it good.
1: Or give me some of that money. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Pay us to watch it. Like our patrons the, on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Some of your stuff isn't great. Give me some money back.
0: Well, on that note, well, I guess not on that note, is there any news in our world? So we say Gilded Age is still set to premiere timely.
1: No, I, I don't think so. I don't think there's any news, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, everything's pretty. Pretty steady, man. So, With all do we want to jump
0: into the Belgravia of it all?
1: Yeah, I'm down. We can talk about it. That's <laughs> <It's> what <we're laughs> like, I for. guess
0: so. That's what people came here for. <laughs> yeah, like these two losers are talking about the strike like they know it. No, we're talking about Belgravia.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. This episode, Dave. I don't. I don't know about you, but th- felt very light in plot. A lot of exposition still. Uh, or just uh-huh. kind of setting up the the stakes for the rest of the season, but I felt like there was just a lot of just table setting still. Didn't didn't feel like that much happened, but important stuff did happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, you are correct about that. So where do we want to start?
1: Is there any really low hanging fruit that we can? We could talk about the downstairs yet again in within like two minutes.
0: Yeah, uh, to be honest, like the downstairs stuff. Like I I I watched this yesterday. Spend a you know full day at work. Mm-hmm. I didn't include a lot of the downstairs stuff in my notes. I think you're gonna have to lead this one. I'll pick up on it, but we see these these people are not as, quite as dynamic as our Mr. Carson's of the world.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we get to hear from the one person. It's the same complaint we always hear from all the downstairs help that they want a better life. But um, what's her name? Is it Sylvie? Uh, Ellis. It's Alice. Alice. Yeah. And she's like, I don't really care for this. Can I get paid? Can I live my life? Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one brief scene. And then in a brief scene later, we see Turton uh, being uh, assisted by another downstairs member, uh, Lady Templemore, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in providing him with some like leftover meats and, and goods from the downstairs. And... It sounds like he's off to go sell that to some third party or something like that. It's not I don't think it's Lady Templemore actually because that's a lady. It would be someone much more beneath huh. that. But I, I don't see what the name is of the person who would have been helping him. Miss Babbage, Miss Babbage. Babbage. Or is it Spear? Is it spear? Uh, either way though. He's 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 taken money, he's taken some kind of food away, some meats and stuff like that. And uh, Ellis clocks that and I can already tell she's not going to keep that to herself.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a big Fellows trope is like seeing something and deciding whether or not to keep a secret. He yeah. loves this. Fellows loves a secret.
1: I mean, this whole the whole conceit of the show is built around a secret.
0: <laughs> well, I think we both expected the secret to remain a secret a little longer.
1: I don't think so. I mean, there's only six episodes here.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't expect uh, the Brockinghurst of it all to explode this week.
1: You know, she might not be a good person, Dave. You think so? I know so. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there anything else? I think that is the, the only other plot that's going on. I mean, well, I guess we, we can touch we, on...
0: That flashback...
1: Wait, which flashback?
0: So the in the beginning of the episode there's the flashback of like the moments immediately following um Sophia's death. Mm-hmm. Where is it the 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 doctor oh. or the, the priest? Mm-hmm. I think it's the doctor. Yeah, doctor S- Doctor Smiley, <laughs> ironic name, yeah. Julian, is in the room and he's like, What are you gonna do with this kid? And Anne is like, My husband's made arrangements and he's like are you sure? Are you sure? And she's like it's out of my hands. It's being taken care of. And then this guy, this doctor, says mm-hmm. to her, "Well, I hope to see you I hope to never see you again even after I leave this earth." Or something along those lines. Basically saying like you're going to hell for what you're doing right now and I will never see you again. <laughs> this poor woman mourning yeah. the sudden and very very tragic death of her own Only child, or rather, only not only child, her only daughter, her favorite child, and there's not the only one that counts. What do you mean you're not taking the grandkid? What are you, nuts? You're going to hell,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, again, the baby was born out of traditional wedlock, so Mm -hmm. it's a tough beat for her. Um, I mean, she does what she has to do, she has to give that, that baby up, or else it'll, I mean. More than anything, she, she's protecting her daughter from the embarrassment. That's what the whole point of this is. Yeah. So, poor lady has to take it upon herself to give that baby up. So, that that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, why don't we just go down the line of this episode? Because the things don't diverge too much in terms of the plot line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we already saw that at the end of last episode she was kind of hemming and hawing w- whether to share the secret with Brockenhurst,
0: and, and she does not hem and haw for that long because she just decides to go over and do it.
1: Exactly. And yeah, I mean, she doesn't hold back. She's, she's telling she's telling him the Brockenhurst like, there was a son that happened, just so you know. And, and, and then
0: Brockenhurst is kind of kind of cool about it. She's like. Oh, tell me more. I want to know more. What's going on? What's the story with this person?
1: And she's taken aback because she thought that she was just there. She's just there to kind of tell her more good stories about her son. That's what happened last time they had talked. It was like, oh, she's going to let me know how great my son is again and stuff. And mm-hmm. So to hear that you know, there's a son, oh, that's amazing. That means that suddenly there's an heir to her family, potentially, that yeah, was Yeah, which not comes there. into
0: play as the episode goes on.
1: Yeah. The only thing is uh, Ann Trenchard can't let things lie. She's like, uh, he also persuaded or he tricked my my daughter into marrying him when mm-hmm. he didn't really marry him, uh, and the child was born under false pretenses, and Brockenhurst doesn't believe her, and she's just telling her, "You think Lord Beliss is incapable of this? Who, who was he friends with in your family? Who was his godfather: Lord Berkeley:
0: what? Berkeley, yeah <laughs> duh And that and, was his and, play. And in last episode, we apparently it came up.
1: Yeah, this guy has done this before. This is there's a precedent for this. He's seduced a girl, and you know, fake marriage. Yep, Brockenhurst tries to throw it, you know, toss away and say, "Oh, she's a slut." (laughs) Don't don't worry about that. Her words. What a way to
0: disrespect the dead. Well, then again, I guess also um, Anne is is of no help in this. She sets herself up to fail.
1: I mean, what what reaction do you think a woman's going to have to hearing in the same breath that she has an heir that the father was a piece of trash and that's the, you know, the mother's son? Uh, And then, you know, she has the stones to say, can you keep this a secret? You think you just laid this load (laughs) out and it's going to be kept under a rug? Who, this trenchard lady.
0: Who does she think she is?
1: Look. She has made a series of bad choices. I mean, you could say that she was protecting the, the reputation of her daughter, but she may have been better off just keeping that son in the pic- picture for <laughs> early on because it's causing yeah. a whole lot of trouble.
0: And it comes up later in the episode where they're like, we could have had any number of lies told to justify us having that baby, and we chose not to. Chose poorly. Granted, it seems like what they did was a very altruistic thing. They gave the baby to a, a, a preacher... Who could not conceive? Sure. So it's not like a it's not like a Lady Edith uh, Marigold situation.
1: Wait, was it the preacher who said he'd see them in hell?
0: I don't think it was it that preacher. Was it doctor? No, that's a doctor who says that. That doctor Smiley. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say, imagine that the preacher's like, "See you in hell. I'll take the baby. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> no receipt." <laughs> um, no, so the, it is a preacher who who cannot um, conceive. And got it so it's not like they you know like I said it's not like a, the Drew family on Downton Abbey where they just have like a billion kids and then they're convinced to take one more it's yeah. a lot different
1: <laughs> yeah so um, Lady Brockenhurst and her, so she's feeling good after the fact
0: yeah yeah but Anne is not great no. apparently she won't leave her room
1: mm it's like why'd you share the secret then uh, but we, we are introduced to more of the trenchards here uh, finally Earl yeah big
0: dog uh, head of the IMF
1: a, right because he has a brother um, is it it's James' brother correct. did we
0: meet Tom Wilkinson last week
1: no we did not yeah oh, so we want, want to talk our about first. Oh, oh you want to talk about the brockenhurst I was talking about the trenchards how there's more of the trenchards we meet
0: well what other Trenchards did we meet
1: well, the there's the what you going call it? Um, well, oh wait, no, is he? He's not a trenchard, because John Bel- Bellasis is uh, is related. Oh man, I got him all twisted. Brockenhurst. That's a Brockenhurst, man. Okay, yeah. Apologies on that one.
0: Yeah. So we meet the man, the 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 icon of the screen, Tom Wilkinson, the Earl of Brockenhurst. Yeah. And we we hear a little bit about their sort of upbringing. They don't have another kid. It was just scumbag Lord Bellasis, and his family is coming over, and it is his brother who is the Reverend Stephen Bellasis, mm-hmm. and his nephew uh, John.
1: John Bellasis. I think it's a son. It's the nephew of the Earl.
0: Yeah, it's the Reverend's son.
1: Yeah. And, and so he's going to be one to continue the line.
0: As of this moment, yeah. And it seems like they're a bunch of leeches. These, uh, these other Bellases, as you will. Uh, the first
1: impression we get is that dinner is going to be served at half past four. And John Bellases says, man, everyone in London serves at least by, at six o'clock. Or, you know, like the earliest. Like, what are we doing at 4.30? It sounds like me around my parents. And, but, and the,
0: earl, the Earl is like, they're going to come in asking for money for me. I already know it. And yep. they come in. They're like, "We could use a little money, bro. Come
1: on." There's an investment we want to make, and we could really use your money. And you know, Tom Wilkinson prods him like, "Where's the money gone previously? Tell me. What have you done with my money?" Humna, humana, humna. They don't have a good answer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we see that. Uh, we learn in this dinner that there is a there's a young su- suitor. You know, a woman. Who's being lined up for mm-hmm. our man John Bellasis? Who's who's trying to get this money? Mm-hmm. And they want to have like a coming out party. He wants to propose. She's twenty one years old. This dude is clear. John Bellasis is clearly not meant to be in his twenties.
1: Nope. And, and her name and is Mariah Gray.
0: Yeah. Another, this, so, this, this is the round two, strike two for Julian for logical human names. This is like I mean, all of us kids that were kids in the 90s when, when Harry Potter's coming out. And then we see that first movie and they say Hermione. And they say all these names that you've been reading in this book for two years. They're like, wait a minute, it's pronounced like that?
1: Wait, how'd you think but Hermione was pronounced?
0: When I was like 12, I thought it was
1: Hermione. Okay, I did not. I did not think that when I was reading the book. Or I,
0: th- I thought it was Hagrid, for sure.
1: Well, hey, yeah, Hagrid, Hagrid, I could hear. Yeah, I'd
0: never heard the name Hermione spoken aloud at that point in time. Just,
1: I just sounded, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I was an advanced reader when I was. A oh, child. wow. Two hey, over I, there. I was reading next level books up in grade two because I, I was behind. I, I couldn't read well in kindergarten, so they put me with a tutor. And then they put me two, I was two levels advanced beyond people. They overcorrected my reading. So, Well, look at this that. Is told, <laughs> yeah, so, but look either way, flex. like. Sorry, sorry, not trying to but, <laughs> flex it here, should be
0: is, It should be Maria. It should not be Mariah.
1: When I am looking at the screen, looking at the closed captions, my brain re- it reads Maria, and then they say Mariah, and I expect Mariah Carey to show up, and then, no, it's Mariah Gray. Um, same thing with Sophia. It's Sophia. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, they're hoping that, you know, they can hit it off here, have a boy, be a grandmother five times over. Yeah, because it was they say something about having a spare. It's always good to have a couple of them just in case.
0: Which is a, a clearly a shot at the Brockenhurst, who only had the one and he passed away.
1: I mean, the Brockenhurst aren't there to hear it, so yeah, they're just you know.
0: Oh well, I mean they they talk about it too.
1: Yeah. But. Anyways though uh, What is it? They, they say like um, I think, Yeah Tom Wilkinson says Like you should stay down here Attend to church duties Don't go to London so much Like prove that yeah, you want Maybe, the maybe money you stop
0: being so vain Maybe do your job You're a preacher yeah. And then and mm-hmm. He makes a great comment Which is like Preachers shouldn't have More money than they Absolutely need Bro What are you doing yeah. With that money You got something You had to tell me Yeah But This family You know The reverend and john and and grace the reverend's wife they're they're pretty uh they're pretty angry and, and you know they want and they expect money from the earl who is seemingly you know making investments making moves doing all the stuff mean, that clearly it, they're a, incapable
1: of it does seem like the the brother is a little um Kind of shy about asking for money, but not John. John definitely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, we do see later on just Tom Wilkinson. I mean, I, I gotta say Earl of uh, Brockenhurst and, Hurst, and uh, Lady Brockenhurst. They're just you know chilling later, and they're just she's prodding him like, you know, how does it feel to not have a, you know an heir? We have to deal with this kid and stuff, kid. <laughs> you know, man. Like, yeah, like, man, don't you wish we could have had you know gone a di- different way or something like that? He, he even noticed like there's there's something you know going on, but nope, nothing's happening. Just uh, just feeling out where they are. Just you know,
0: letting some some ideas percolate in the old noggin of hers.
1: Yeah, it definitely stirs something in her just like talking about family and legacy and you know maybe there's something there. Mm-hmm. And. and they do a cut that's so fast I had to like rewind to make sure I didn't miss anything but it's the trenchards at the fireplace at the same time yeah and uh, yeah Anna she's angry you know because she's just flush with memories of how this guy persuaded his dot her daughter into marriage ruined her um, yeah just really frustrated on her part
0: yeah and then her uh. husband is like hey well what how how's this for a, like a forgive forgiveness present tickets to the botanical gardens and she looks at him mm. and she's she smiles and she nods like this will do now in this moment i feel pretty sad for for old james Trenchard. because he's still paying off this debt yeah from 20 something years ago that it, you know his his wife is like you made a terrible mistake by allowing this series of events to happen twenty years ago, and not mm-hmm. to mention it's his daughter that died, so it's not like he's over here like my next door neighbor's kid died and I moved on with my life. No, he's had to do some mourning of his own, and she's like, y- you need to earn my forgiveness with tickets to the botanical Gardens. i mean it's,
1: i think in her eyes he's guilty for the, do- the daughter's death honestly if it wasn't for him she would still be here i think is the way she sees it so i mean
0: i think ultimately if it was that's a game you can play but i also would say that it's our it, it's lord balassus's fault
1: yeah i mean he's the sure. one or, or lord Edwin, spencer's
0: yeah. fault you want to keep drawing this line it's any yeah. number of people for, for these bad ideas. It's
1: everyone's fault.
0: Yeah. It seems that James Trenchard is a capitalist trying to make connections, whereas Lord Bellasis at the time was just trying to get
1: laid. Yes.
0: Two two things that are equally, not equally, one is, uh, you know, almost, almost a little salty, one is just a, a bad sense of ideals. So, yeah. you know, that's for the audience to decide.
1: I guess so. Um, so, we get to the Botanical Garden. Susan, uh, played by Alice Eve, she dislikes flowers. Poor, poor all of, uh, Oliver. Just uh, doesn't seem to be getting on with his wife. Um, and what is it? it it's...
0: Uh, See, the, Lady Brockenhurst was, shows up, is there. Uh-huh. And the, she said they've, they've donated a good... Uh, you know, their, their finances are sort of one of the reasons why the, the, the Botanical Gardens is performing so well and is, is able to be what it is.
1: Yeah, we see a moment between Miss Trenchard and Mr. Paxton and, and how her advice and like, you know, watering certain parts of the garden, the corners, has really helped, you know, mm-hmm. to make it, you know, was it, they say the citrus, it, 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 they make it orangey, I don't know, they make it better. They, the, it's really blooming because they worked well together. Yeah. Um, we, we did skip over a little bit of a conversation that they have about an Isle of Docks. Uh, that wasn't it Isle of that, Dogs? Uh, no, it's an Isle of Docks. Huh.
0: Maybe my, was Do my you watch with closed captions? I did watch the closed captioning.
1: They did they did mistake the closed captions once and they said okay, Isle so of the, Dogs. Uh, Alright. But it is an Isle of Docks. It's not an Isle of Dogs. <laughs> like the Well West they Island need more
0: docks like on the Isle of Docks, apparently.
1: Yeah, but but uh, Mr. Trenchard's planning something with Oliver to build the community out of that uh, and is saying like, maybe you can help out, Oliver. Anyways, cut away from that. Then we're in the Botanical Garden. Yeah. Um, Lady Brock and, yeah.
0: winds up having a conversation again with Anne, and it seems that cooler heads have prevailed. They are both kind of okay with talking to each other about what's going on, and... Lady Brockenhurst is like, hey, you know that that gentleman we talked about, what's his name? And you can see Tran Anne is not not so keen to tell Lady Brockenhurst, but you know this is big money. Yeah, this is a big deal. Trying to to nudge nudge you into into some information, and and then they wind up telling, she winds up telling Lady Brockenhurst that the the name of the Reverend who was the adopted father. And we see Lady Brockenhurst a little smitten with herself that she got that information.
1: Well, no, she tells him Charles Pope is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, and then but, she's, what,
0: what county? And she's like, I don't want to tell you. Yeah. It's like, tell me. Eh, I don't want to. Tell me. Okay.
1: <laughs> Here you go. And quite literally, the next scene, she's already pulling up to meet this, uh, this man. This is the first time that we're seeing Charles Pope in, in this show. And... Um, yeah, you know, he, she's already waiting for him. He's, he's terribly sorry to have kept her wedding And he says, you look like seeing a ghost. And she's, she's,
0: she's like, she's, I have. You, know,
1: you can see a little bit of resemblance in him with the other guy. Uh, but she's just talking to him about his upbringing, you know, that he's a son of a vicar. His real father died. Um, done some work in India. And, and you know, she's, in, she's interested in investing in his business, helping him out. Mm-hmm. And he's just like I don't even know who you are, but I mean, no, he does know who she is because she is an yeah. important figure. But he's taken aback that she's so willing to help out, help him out out of nowhere. Like, who, why? <laughs> and she's like,
0: look, I just like potential when I see it.
1: hmm and,
0: and then do we go I, go back she to invites the invitation? Him to a party.
1: She invites him to a party. Yeah, she says yeah. like you can come. We have usually have an invitation or, or like a we can receive you on a Tuesday, the second Tuesday of every month. The club goes up and don't dine too heavily beforehand just come on by we'll yeah, feed we're gonna eat you dinner we know. at
0: midnight she says
1: yeah not 4:30 what kind of hors d'oeuvres do they think you think they're serving there is it like finger foods
0: until midnight yeah you got to keep you have to have a consistent rotation of food if you're doing your big meal at midnight cuz people are going to be drinking
1: yeah i mean is it like little uh, piggies in a blanket what what are they serving
0: i don't know what what's the early 1800s maybe a little uh, Risotto, a little mushroom.
1: It's probably like bread and cheese or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what so they it?
0: invite Anne, yeah. and she sees this note, and she's like a little tiffed at Lady Brock and Hurst for pushing her buttons the way that she has. And she's like, I'm not going to that. I'm sick of this society stuff. I just want to be this simple old lady who who is still wearing dark colors 20 plus years after the passing of my daughter. Yeah. And we see that Susan is like, I really want to go to this party. And the, uh, you know, she's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then right. she receives.
1: And, 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 and that's part of the hope of the trenchers is that, oh, maybe with Oliver being invited, we can, you know, help his profile a little bit. They don't have, hopefully they don't have to beg to bring him along. You know, mm-hmm. this would be good.
0: But then another invitation comes, same invitation. And Lady Brockenhurst rubs it in, she goes, "You know, for Oliver and Susan, they can come. Oh, and by the way, I invited the Pope, Charles Pope.
1: yeah, and we see just a personal note to uh, to Anne to read yeah, just when, a, when, an f u note yeah, and when uh, James walks in, he's like, "Well, what's going on? Oh we no, never mind. We're going to this like, thing.
0: We got to go to this party,
1: yeah. And so, you know, they show up and they're kind of blown away by how many people are there and mm-hmm. <laughs> they wonder, like, uh, how many people arrived here before dinner uh, or will arrive there before dinner.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and Charles, or not Charles, um, James Trenchard has a bit of a tough time holding his tongue. He starts talking about how he...
1: His Isle of Dogs. Built
0: this house, the Isle of Dogs, the Isle of Dogs, his plans, and we see Lady Brockenhurst is like, all right, I'm getting out of here. I don't care about this conversation at all. He,
1: even even uh, Miss Trenchard is just like James come on dude no, no one cares about your aisle dogs but he just sees it as an opportunity to kind of no, no one cares about go, these dogs <laughs> yeah. dogs, dogs my houses son, my son's gonna help out too um, and we, we do hear uh, was it um, the Earl of Brockenhouse's brother you know talking about how his son will, is the only thing keeping them from extinction and that there's gonna be an announcement tonight
0: oh yeah big uh, time
1: but yeah, John Pope shows up. Charles Pope. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Charles Pope. And he's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, hey, what's going on, Mr. Trenchard? They know each other. This clown has been helping him out. He gave him a helping hand in, in his business. Or he, he him got him a job at the bank. Or no, he had a job at the bank. And then he's like, no, come do this. And he's like- He kept I him have, away I... from
0: like a bad bank, right? Is that- Yeah.
1: And he's like, he kept I own him a business away from now because the of- bank.
0: Yeah, crossover into Poldark.
1: Yeah, he he was working for Pasco when it shuttered. Um, it is around the same time period. It could have been.
0: Right. Um, like Bank. Yeah. That's where he went to.
1: Yeah. But yeah, again, he did this bank and then Trenchard's Like, don't do that. And he helped him start his own business. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. During this party, we see John Bellasis talking to Susan. He's smitten with her, and you know, yeah,
0: they, yeah, they like sneak away for a minute.
1: Uh huh. And she's and it, pretty
0: happy with him too.
1: I mean, in her she's, point she's of view, she's playing with him. She's moving up in her point of view. Well, she, I is, mean,
0: there's no world where she could get with him.
1: Who knows? She Who
0: knows? Well, that's divorce the thing. Is, is like, divorce is not smiled upon.
1: You can already tell things are not going to end well for Susan either which way. Because A, the guy is never going to be the one to, to take her in because, yeah, she's not she doesn't have that reputation, this, this Susan character, even though we know she comes from some money. And B, John Bellis is, is going to be shown up by uh, the Pope because he ain't mm-hmm. going to be the heir. So either way, Susan's going to be on the losing end of the stick. And it's kind of a shame that everything seems so obvious that we're going to have to play out this thread with poor Alice Eve. Just, you know, she's going to wind up. Somewhere less than she is at the by the end of the show.
0: <laughs> well, she seems a little she has agency here. She's not like
1: Okay. Where's it gonna leader. Lead
0: yeah, I mean, I think that we're she's a heel and we're supposed to dislike her actions.
1: I kinda hate that though. Why 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 do why make a character just explicitly for us to dislike that you already are for you know, kind of showing your hand that it's not gonna end well for her this early? I mean, in the, the, the
0: show has subverted some of Julian's more Typical tropes at this point. So Yeah, we we that's true. Another that's four it. episodes. Who knows what he can do?
1: Okay. Um, but we see uh, Mr. Pope. Just to make sure I don't get his first name wrong. Charles. <laughs> Charles Pope. Uh, I wrote my no- na- notes, John Pope, for whatever reason. Uh, Charles Pope, though, he's uh, he's on the outside of the party. He's like, I can't deal with that in there. That's all yeah. a bunch of fakeness. And then Mariah Gray, who's you know supposed to be John's... Betrothed is is there to talk with them. She's like, Hey, what's going on? I don't know you. And he's like, like, I shouldn't be talking
0: to an unmarried or, you know, someone I haven't been introduced to alone. Bad luck.
1: Doesn't stop her from talking about India and cotton and the trade. Mm -hmm. And he's like, How do you know about that? And she's like, I just love that stuff. Yeah. Sure. Okay.
0: And he's like, Well, Uh, I work in cotton. I'm cotton man. I'm cotton.
1: And and to really let us know that she has a connection with this guy, by the time we uh, get back to the dinner table, you know, Charles Pope is like, "Yeah, I like to travel, but like to, to Paris and and maybe Madrid if I can withstand the heat. India, that ain't happening." <laughs> yeah, like nope. he's, he's
0: supposed to be. Well, well, yeah. This is um, yeah. This is what's his name, uh, a Bra- uh, He's just like, yeah, he, I don't like doing that. I'm I'm a bit of a loser. I'm a bit of a grump. Yeah. And she's like, oh God. Yeah,
1: John Velasquez, you're you're nothing compared to this Charles Pope character. Meanwhile,
0: um, Pope is sitting right next to Lady Brockenhurst. Yeah. And the we see the Trenchards are not having a great time either because they're both upset with each other. Anne mm-hmm. is upset that that uh, James has been doing business with Pope. And James is upset that Anne knew he was going to be there and didn't say anything.
1: Also, James, take a step back. You've been holding a secret in for, you know, now years and years, and this is just something he didn't, she didn't tell you once, dude. You got to take a look in the mirror here. James he, is kind of a, a dope. No, he, he. I mean, he earns that reputation. He's uh, a magician and a dope. Um, he he seems like a, a guy who
0: got lucky. He's kind of like a robber baron, like a small-time robber baron in a way. Like,
1: no, he's he a benefited. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he yeah. He works hard to where he where he is. Just not by the. Most but he takes ava- He's taken
0: advantage of some situations that are not the most ideal and ethical.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh. Yeah. We as as uh, was Brockenhurst is leaving the party. Miss Trenchard's like. Why did you do this? Well, like, what are you trying to do here with having Charles Pope here? And she's like, "Oh, wait a second. You want people to think that this is your heir, so you won't break your word to me that you promised that you know you wouldn't tell people about this. You want this to happen? Oh, come on."
0: (laughs) She's like, "You're going to start some lady whistledown level drama where people are speculating this guy is your grandson, and he is. It's real. It's my fault. I did this."
1: And Miss Trencher says, like, why don't you go say goodbye to the Darby's? (laughs) Bye-bye. You got (laughs) some people to talk to. Yeah.
0: Good ending. Great, great ending. Nice hammer. Julian's not a big hammer guy. He's not a big suspense guy.
1: No. Trencher's just stewing. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, you know, it's kind of funny with the Mariah Gray uh, character she's literally set up to marry this John Belassus. And it, even if that doesn't work out, it seems like she's going to fall into the actual heir's lap anyways. So mm-hmm. it's actually just going just great for her. Um, just kind of funny plotting that way. <laughs> um, especially with Susan trying to marry her way up and she's just going to stay in the same place. And she just yeah. does that because she's not pure hearted, I guess. Yeah, okay, sure. Um well, but Oliver dude, is
0: also you, not pure-hearted.
1: No, nah, he seems not. like a needy Whoa.
0: nepo baby too. Wait, Oliver? No, I just no, You think Trenchard's nepo. kid I mean, is is some noble sure young in, man?
1: He's a nepo baby, but he's not a bad person. You can see he's just kind of a kind of a. a he doesn't have much going for him. He's yeah, really but what he expects
0: is. he expects more inherently.
1: I, he wants a bigger uh, no. house. Sure, but I mean, I get the understanding that he's in that cramped house that they have currently so I understand that kind of frustration yeah but you don't um, see
0: in that the episode makes a point to not say that he goes to his father and says I have business ideas we're working together do you think maybe we can move us into a bigger house he's like dad I want a bigger house
1: well no I, I didn't read it that way I think that's more him speaking on behalf of Susan and her pressuring him into yeah, giving, yeah. giving that, would, that. So I, I don't think, I think that's necessarily him
0: yeah, but I don't think he—I don't think he has much agency in his life. He's kind of a bum. Yeah.
1: Sure. I, I, I don't think that makes him a bad person necessarily. I think it just makes him adrift. Yeah. Sure. But uh, this week, yeah, it was solid. It amped, uh, ramped up the stakes. I, w- I
0: w- like my. I was just flabbergasted at how fast Anne told Lady Brock and her. So I was like, "What? Jeez." Julian's yeah, not I, leaving room for subtlety in this show. He's just going right for it.
1: Yeah, honestly. I, I'm curious how long the book is because he's just blazing through chapters, it seems like.
0: Yeah. I also felt like Wilkinson didn't do much flexing in this episode. A little nuanced, but not much.
1: We yeah. know what he's oh, capable the book's, of. The book's only 416 pages. so Actually, that for six hours of TV, it's not much to work with. Yeah. Uh, sixteen pages but uh, yeah I mean they're just introducing Wilkinson and even then Mariah Gray it seems like she was shorthanded even Charles Pope to a degree it's, it's, it's yeah, very well, I, I feel like those just, are those are the
0: idealistic young folks that are going to carry the, the rest of the show
1: they're front and center on the poster it yeah, just seems odd yeah. that they just get introduced like midway through episode 2 uh, but yeah
0: that's Julian for you he likes
1: throwing you for a loop Still hooked to see where it goes, And we're yeah. a third of the way through it. Well, we got power rankings. Indeed, Dave, who is going down?
0: Well, going down negative three. I got. He's in the doghouse, George. Yeah, George. Or, uh, yeah, George. No, no, wait, wait a minute, wait
1: a minute. George, who? There's no George here. There's no. The oh yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I wrote this. I wrote this as I was finishing. And I was like, closing my notebook. <laughs> James Trencher. Okay. This dude, you know, he doesn't have the absolute worst week because we find out he's had a pretty good relationship with his grandson. Yeah. And But there's no denying that he's constantly playing defense against his wife, being guilted into things. And mm-hmm. he screws up pretty royally this time around. And he doesn't know when to keep his mouth shut. I think that might be – and he's a, like you say, he's a hustler – yeah he doesn't know when he's hustling too much
1: yeah he he needs to be a hustler ask about him don't put your name out there Mm -hmm. Uh, well number three going down I got Oliver transferred because the guy is just losing Susan and again he's just kind of hoping this Isle of Dogs with his dad is going to be the thing that works out for him and stuff Mm -hmm. punches its ticket yeah he's he's a bit of a loser
0: sure number two I got uh Reverend Stephen Balasses this okay. guy is a, a bad a bad preacher if you will he doesn't yeah. know the difference between you know he he's caught up in this family wealth and status that he's uh, like not doing a good job with his local congregation and he's going to his brother asking for money and he's vain about his son as the sort of heir apparent to this family name and fortune. Mm-hmm. Not a, not a great introduction to this guy, especially considering he's a man of the cloth.
1: That's fair. Well, number two, I got James Trenchard for the same things you said. The guy screwed up. royally, helping out with this kid, not saying a word to his wife, uh, just, uh, coming off like a buffoon to everyone, just talking about his aisle of dogs and stuff. Uh, and then even then he can't even he, he's annoyed with his wife. Uh so he just the guy just can't win this week.
0: No. Well you know who else can't win? Ann Trenchard. Anne Trenchard. She this is uh she her the late memory of her daughter is, is called into question. She's called a slut by a lady. That'd be like that'd be like Jill Biden calling calling your daughter a slut, you know, like it's like one of these really high-ranking people in society yeah. just saying something terrible, like and then you find out the the husband is has known this guy for a long time and hasn't said anything, and then you have Susan and Olive. like Susan is like constantly nipping like a little dog. She's like, yeah. I want to go to the society event, and Anne's like, I don't want to go.
1: Yeah, and then Brackenhart plays terrible. her like a fiddle yeah no I, I tried to avoid it, but yeah all three going down the secret trenchards. they just are, have a bad lot in life
0: <laughs> yeah
1: well, who do you got going up then Well, I got John Blasses at number three. this guy's got women uh, on one arm he's looking for women on the for the other arm he's just asking for money he's getting it he's living fat off the land this guy spending time okay. in London all the time. John Blasses is as far as he can tell he's doing just fine
0: yeah he seems he seems a okay i got. Speaking of John Balazs, I got Susan Trenchard at number three. because oh, she's, she's managed to break her poor mother-in-law down to invite her to society events. And she goes to the society event, and she meets a real man. She's been looking for a real man. How many times she's,
1: this episode does James have to say, that's my daughter-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> and
0: do people care? No. She even says it to to your man John. She says, that's my father-in-law. That you say is boring, and she's like, "Who cares?" Let's go make out in the coat room.
1: Pretty much, seven minutes in heaven there. Um, Well, number two going up. It's the guy that everyone's curious about. It's Charles Pope. Oh yeah, easily. Things are lining up for him. You know, they they want the lady Brockenhurst wants to give him money. He uh, gets to meet this Sophia 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 Gray. No, Mariah. Mariah, 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 <laughs> Mariah uh, Gray, and you know they they're hitting it off. Things are coming up, Pope. Oh. Yeah. Can't I? And, I
0: mean, what else can you say? He's, andy business is booming.
1: Yeah, India, it's got the cotton going going through, and he's you know he's a progressive. He's a guy you know they're, they're talking about how you know maybe one day, you know, Britain won't have to rule over there and stuff like that. And he, he uh, seems
0: to be like the polar opposite of his biological grandfather, where, you know, James Trenchard is coming in, and kind of doesn't know when to shut his mouth, yeah. takes advantage of every opportunity put in front of him. We see this boy, Pope, is like, I'm a cotton guy. I have to use my ingenuity to get what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got to get by in life.
1: Yep. Yeah. And number one going up is Lady Brockenhurst.
0: Oh man, she's playing the ultimate chess game in this episode. It's not even
1: chess. She's just running the. Table, like, man. It's like a like, Tyson
0: fight. She just knockout
1: punch she's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like Trenchard stands no chance as soon as she lets her guard down and tells her uh, what she needs to know, because she just runs away with it. Uh, like literally, all she was seeking was just some kind of nice stories about her son, and now she's got this whole heir and everything. She's gonna light up Tom Wilkinson next week with this news. Come on. And you also need to take
0: into account that, like, she she does give off dowager countess vibes, where like, hmm. she's she's snippy and she's maybe a little mean, but she's not sure. evil. Yeah, and she's she can be conniving, but she's not evil. And her, we see that that her her like entire you know brother-in-law's family are these vain leeches yep. coming up to uncle uncle earl of brockenhurst tom wilkinson saying we need money we need money and she's like how mm-hmm. come they get whatever they want all the joy that they yeah. want with all those kids and we got nothing and then she goes no 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 not today i got a grandson big flex
1: hats off to her yeah she's doing great so the Brockenhursts are just running the show and yeah, we'll see where that goes next week on Belgravia. We're a third of the way through the show now.
0: I would feel upset if this show, because it seems to have a very logical, like you said before, end game for a lot of these characters. You can kind of see where they wind up. And I yeah. hope that Julian has some more surprises up his sleeve. I hope. Because God knows it's we did not expect half the stuff that happened last episode to happen. So I'm hoping.
1: Yeah, he, 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 like, don't burn through the plot too quick. We, we got four more episodes to go. Mm hmm. Dave, have you been watching anything else in Belgravia?
0: Well, not really this week. Okay. You know, haven't been able to keep up with some of the shows. Still sort of settling into this house and all that fun stuff. So just kind of. I did see Indiana Jones on
1: Sunday. How'd you feel about that one?
0: I liked it. I thought it was good. I think a lot of people are very negative towards it. It's not, not going to change your life.
1: Like, is anyone actually expecting it to change your life at this point? <laughs> so, it's we, a sequel no one asked for.
0: We went to. Uh, we, I, uh, well, I, we talked about Mission Impossible. One of one of our friends who who has very vocal opinions on movies. We were walking out to the car, and I said, "You know, I still really want to catch Indian theaters, or at least like." And then he was like, why? I don't. And, and I was like, I thought to myself, because I was trying to, it was raining all day Sunday, so I want to yeah. go see a movie. Um, and I just thought like, man, I could live my whole life with just Raiders yeah. once every 18 months and I would be happy. But at the same time, who doesn't want another 90 minute, two hours of this guy? Even if it's not perfect,
1: it's this guy. And I think the story itself justifies him coming back. Like, I think they actually had a good reason for him to come back in this uh, Look, the action's not going to be Spielberg, okay? Like, of course not. <laughs> but it's fine. It's perfectly fine. I'm not looking for a transcendent or anything. I'm just looking for a good time. And Ford's still got that charisma. He still shows that he's got it.
0: He's like the... the and, and one thing that I really did appreciate was that there's only like one or two sequences in the movie where I'm like, there's no way this old man would be able to do the stuff he's doing. Yeah. The rest of the time, he's running slow. He's complaining. He says he's got like a bum knee. Yeah, relative to like Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger, who when they show up in a movie, they're still pretending like they can kill a Tom guy Cruise. with their bare I mean, hands.
1: Tom Cruise can go, but he's also sixty-two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, or, or sixty-one. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, people don't want to see. it. That's fine. Go see whatever. But like, I it, you can under I I can always understand why someone wants to see something, even if it does seem like that's a waste of time. But you know. There's fans, like us. And, yeah, yeah. and I,
0: I, I have a tough time, and I guess this speaks to like us digging through the filmography
1: of, of Julian Fellows and stuff like that.
0: If there's more, I want to know what it's about, even if I'm not going to like it. Yeah,
1: it's telling us something about the artist. Yeah, in this or case, in, in
0: your case, Harrison Ford, the, the people collecting the paychecks. Exactly.
1: Uh, what about you? You watching anything, Corey? Um, been watching the Bear on Hulu. It's definitely mm-hmm. taken the mantle now of I think probably the best show currently on TV. That's at least in the second season. It's so satisfying. It's and they call it a comedy. It's not a comedy. It's the same. It, it's it's pretty serious, but man, it makes you want to eat food and it really tackles mental health with like such a awareness that you don't always see. Uh, in in programming, it's such a strong show. And then uh, I've been watching a lot of other stuff. I don't know, just juggling a lot of TV.
0: Let's name the game.
1: Yeah, man, trying to keep up. But we can leave it there. You know where to find us, Spotify, uh, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. You can leave us five-star rating or review. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and lordsgrantham@gmail.com. We have our episodes on our Podbean. Also, Dave, I don't know if you listen to our podcast recently, but advertising has been appearing uh, in. Yeah, we talked months. about this before. Yeah, it really is some random stuff that appears on there, and so I think it's all
0: regionally based too. So we're getting different things.
1: Yeah, let us know what you think, listeners. If you have any strong opinions on that stuff,
0: well, just know this, listeners: we have we don't we 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 don't ever. Have sponsorships proper. This is a very small source of income for us to help pay our bills. If you're bothered, I'm just gonna whisper this on the mic. Hit the fast forward button. Hit the skip ahead thirty seconds button. I'm not supposed to say that because we make money off of this.
1: I don't. I don't think they. I think they do actually have to listen to that part of it though for us to get paid.
0: Oh really? Oops. <laughs> All these podcasts uh, that I like, I skip.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oops. But it literally is just, um, just pennies. <laughs>
0: but we, hey, it goes a long way. The more, the more stuff like that, that we can get, the better we present ourselves outwardly. Who knows? We might get like, you know, Masterpiece really Theater to, to be our day. sponsor or something like that, or HBO or something like that. At <laughs> someday.
1: We can dream. We can dream. We can
0: dream. We got to start somewhere, and that's with your regional car wash ads. So. Exactly. Take it.
1: Yep. <laughs> On that note, thank you all for listening, and yeah, we'll catch you next week. Yeah.